0: to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer
1: Bloomer.
2: Hello.
0: And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas.
1: Keep it rolling, baby.
0: There we go. Our theme summer continues this week as we listen to the third installment in the Family Values Collection. That's where we're at this point. It's a Collection. collection, you guys. Wow. Family Values Tour 2001. We're digging all into this bad boy. What a summer. It's been a hot one, you guys.
3: It's been a long, hot summer.
0: It's been a long, hot summer. But before we get into that, we have got to talk about something huge.
1: Something huge?
0: Something huge. So, Jenny, your nuptials are coming up.
3: They sure are. September 21st.
0: This is going to be a momentous day. We're very excited. Matt and I, we got invited. We're so excited to be invited. Nothing can ruin this beautiful, beautiful day. But <laughs> damn it, if someone isn't going to try.
1: Got some bad news for you, Jenny.
3: Oh, I know. I know. That I saw this news.
1: A little guy named uh, Scooter is uh, put, put, putting his way up to a little place called the Machine Shop.
3: Man. That's right. Cold is playing the machine shop on my wedding day. <laughs> I'm not getting married too far from the machine shop. <laughs> so. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This, this feels
0: like the culmination of something, Jenny. Like, what are the chances? Your wedding day scooter is in town, around, and you're getting married early enough in the day, dude could crash.
3: He could. He could. Maybe Tom Hazer told him (laughs) that I hated him, and he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna try to mend that bridge." I will. I thought he was gonna come try to destroy my life. I guess if either one of those things were true, you know, I'd be impressed. And be like, "Why do you care if I like your band? You're doing fine." Uh, And then he's like,
1: "No." no i'm not
3: i ain't fine jen <laughs> oh no <laughs> i got some oh, new man. songs about it oh boy yeah oh boy yeah so, so they'll be nearby
0: that's right so i mean i mean are we close enough that i mean like it's possible that some tunes could waft in or are you far enough away that i think worry we're, about that?
3: we're far enough away that okay i don't think unless there's a real strong breeze <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get any pretty cold songs uh, at the wedding.
0: <laughs> oh man! But uh, speaking of it, I mean you, the the date is acro- is approaching. You and Mitch are about to enter this incredible bond, and so just this last weekend, you attended another wedding.
3: We did, yeah.
0: And you were driving home, and just walk us through this.
3: So, I I had said to Mitch. Uh, I should say, immediately preceding this, we were listening to Crazy Frog. <laughs> and <then laughs> I said, oh, I know what I want to hear. And I was like, if we could play any uh, new metal song at our wedding, what would it be? And he said, like, a, a Limp Bizkit song in together now or something like that. And I was like, no, I was thinking something more along the lines of bodies. And he said, oh, bodies, I don't know. And I was like, hold on a second.
2: whoa, It's a
3: great song. So we listened to it and his argument is basically like, it's not creative and it's butt rock. Th- that's what Mitch thinks about bodies.
1: Whoa. And Whoa. I was
3: like, so we listened to it and I will concede that there is a whiff of butt. However, there's too much chug and too much aggression. you got it right. <laughs> So I think where part of where he was coming from was there is a, a radio station that he listened to in the area where he grew up called the banana and they played a lot of butt rock and they would play it on there. So I think by association he thinks it's, it's but we have like a really like probably like an hour long discussion. I was like the point of this song is that it is fun and it is like bouncy and it's the right amount of angry. It is a pop song it's a new metal song it's 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 good and he's like you like it ironically and i'm like no no there's no irony here um kind of like when you and i had a conversation about me liking a celine dion song that's right no it's Mm -hmm. i there aren't that many things that i like ironically (laughs) so right yeah uh but you know we had a big debate about it i don't know i don't know if that's going to be the one that makes the cut but (sighs) We, I mean, we talked about it the entire drive home from the wedding, which is about 35 minutes. And then when we were sitting at home, I like poured a glass of wine and we sat down and continued discussing (laughs) it.
1: (laughs) That is amazing.
3: No, no,
0: no. Turn the TV off. I'm wanting to talk about bodies some more.
3: (laughs) It's, I don't understand where he's coming from, but you know, it's just one of the many things that. I'm certain we'll have to uh, to to work through together in our marriage.
1: So, because you mentioned that, I need the Roach Riders and Indigo Angels to show a little body's love.
3: Yes, I have in
1: my hot little hand <laughs> a magazine <laughs> called the Album Network. This issue is from May fourth, two thousand one. It's issue one thousand one
3: hundred forty one. Wow
1: musicbiz.com, cover artist, drowning pool. Guys, with the exception of Dave, I've got the original bodies lineup signatures on this piece. What? What? Who do you have? I've got guitarist CJ Pierce. I've got Mike Lucci on the drums. And I've got Stevie Benton. On the base. And you can have this magazine with all of their signatures. Once again, Dave's signature, unfortunately, is not on this. Absolutely free. If you share the post for this episode, tag a buddy in the comments. Tag a buddy in the comments. That's it. Share it. Tag a buddy in the comment. I'm going to be a thirsty bitch right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Drink it up. Glug glug. We need some new Roach Riders and Indigo Angels to hear it. And let me tell you, if you're like, Matt, my shares, my likes, my tags, they don't do anything bullshit. Wow. Let me tell you. You could be the one person that turns on that other person to this show that knows everybody who activates the pit.
0: Every day, and I'm not exaggerating, every day we get messages, emails, DMs from people who are just finding the show. Literally just
1: just finding the show.
0: Just finding the show. Matt is so emphatic right now, his earphones have fallen off of his head. I'm a
2: thirsty bitch! Ah! Wow, yeah.
0: Get him a tall glass of shares and tags.
1: (laughs) And I'm making it worth your while. If you want the magazine with the drowning pool signatures on it. I will send it to you to make it easy. Uh, let's see. This episode will be up on July 24th. Let's put two weeks on it.
0: Two weeks of tagging.
1: August 7th is the cutoff at midnight.
0: There we go. Right.
3: Eastern
1: Standard
3: Time. <laughs> you or- know, that's good. That's good. Because we've got, I mean, we got people listening all around the world. We certainly do. We really, actually do. And <laughs> sorry and, to be a
1: thirsty fucking
3: bitch, but boy, oh boy. Hey, aren't we? All, hey. I'll tell you who's not gonna be sharing and tagging. That's my husband. Oh. <laughs> 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 that shit showed up at our house. He'd probably kick me You're out. you like, what are you doing no, with this? Yeah. I <laughs> wish that that would be that extreme. Nice. Get out of this
0: house. Get out of here. So, I gotta tell you, with all the positive vibes, we are. Roach Coach is still banned on the WWE subreddit.
3: That's too bad. Still banned. I had something to say and now I can't.
0: I know. But I got to say, a Roach Rider on Instagram listening in a vacuum, he sent us a message saying that he didn't care about Reddit, but that he's, quote, more concerned with someone's recent tone with Funky Ken.
1: Did somebody order something funky? Yes. Hello.
3: (laughs) Hello. Jenny, I hear Google Fi ain't working out the way you thought it would. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of my Pixel, so I'm thinking about making a move. Um, but I need glad- somebody to buy you out of your contract. I might. Uh, I might. This this comment led to uh, Roach Rider Jeff Kelly <laughs> posting about archive of our own, which. If you don't know what it is, just go go look into it. Get all sorts of great stuff there, but it's fan fiction. So I'm going to read to you what Jeff said. Is that okay with everybody? I'm ready. All right. Jeff says, when we, one of us who didn't know what an archive of our own was, I'm sad to say that I did. Maybe not sad, but I... am It was just knowledge that I already had. Uh, Jeff Kelly says it's where Roach Coach fan fiction would be if there was anyone writing a trashy, funky Ken slash Prowler sex story. And then Jeff did us a A solid solid? and started, uh, (laughs) started a little fan fiction. So I'm now going to read it to you. Oh, boy. Okay, and Matt, I'm going to be doing impressions of your characters. I love it. Okay, we'll see how it goes. You named them. You get to do the impressions. Okay. The door to the T-Mobile store creaked open. A pale man exited, his dry-fit polo tucked neatly into his dockers. As he walked, the harsh light of the parking lot street lamps reflected off the otter box that held his phone fast to his belt. Looking around nervously, the man broke silence as he investigated the strange noises he had heard earlier. Did somebody, did somebody order something funky? <laughs> <laughs> the bushes rustled. Out fell a portly creep in a ghillie suit and a bucket hat covered in dead leaves. Hey, baby, old Prowler here was looking to score a new cell plan. Being in these bushes all night is really putting a hurting on in the old data plan. Their eyes met. In the distance, a sick baseline erupted in the night from an all-black Dodge Ram parking at the nearby vape shop. Why don't you come into my store? I think I have the perfect unit to meet your needs. Oh shit! Oh boy! Oh wow! Jeff, uh, thank you so much, and uh, I'll see you at work tomorrow. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> hey Jenny, uh, all my characters your characters now.
3: Uh, I don't, I don't know, Matt. I, <laughs> I think they, they are truly your characters. Thank you so much for the opportunity. You oh, read wow. that erotic tale.
0: Oh, my Lord. Wow. Um, In less scandalous postings, Nick Jones posted uh, about an album by uh, a band called Detente. He um, says, at some point, this album needs a review. Didn't know the angel was a thrasher. It's called Recognize No Authority. Apparently, it is either produced by or it's or it's uh one of the angel Russ robinson's former bands am i understanding that correctly jenny
3: uh that was my impression yes
0: okay well cool thank you for the recommendation nick and you know what many moons ago we did an episode all about kitty's second album and we have some feedback
3: on it we sure do over on facebook ronnie neely says question for lauren what do you do with all the CDs you've acquired for the show? If you keep them, would we be able to get a picture of the Big Thrift Archive?
0: Um, so I do keep all of them. you got to throw up some picks. I'll have to throw some picks up. I'll be honest. Basically, I have a big shelf of all the albums we haven't done yet. And then I have a pile of the, in a box of the ones we have done that now the box is too heavy to move so I need to empty it out (laughs) into another box. (laughs) It's one of those things where it just kind of was like, I'll just put it in this box, and then suddenly it's a pile.
1: So you're telling me that uh, 160-some-odd CDs are making a box, heavy? Yeah, Matt. (laughs) I am saying that.
3: Wow, wow. It's
0: something that you don't think about until you need to think about it, and then you're like, well, this box is part of the the room now. Um, Certainly I will throw up you know let me clean let me clean a little bit it's a little messy in here right now things are a little out of hand but yeah i'll post uh, i'll post up for uh for everybody because i know i enjoy seeing pictures of people's collections so yeah i will post something up
3: all right next part question for jenny lots of metal talk in this episode have you heard of conjurer They're a new metal, not new metal, band from the UK who mix a bunch of metal styles together. You should really check them out if you haven't heard of them. I don't listen to much metal anymore, but I'm obsessed with their debut album. I have not heard of them, but I will check it out.
1: Conjurer, they say? Yeah. Should I throw some on? Sure. Yeah. All right, let's check it out. Here's Choke by Conjurer.
3: Sounds a, a whole lot like a bunch of stuff I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, uh, good guess there, Ronnie. And one more question. This is a question for Matt. Thank you for asking us each a question. Make everybody feel special. Uh, have you seen Charles Mansion lately? Is he still alive? Maybe his career would be doing better if his mom managed him. Charles Manchin. Oh, there you are.
0: <laughs> there he is.
3: Yeah.
1: I'm very lonely. My It's summer vacation but my mom won't let me go outside and she took my computer away because I was looking at Snapchats that weren't appropriate for my age.
3: Oh, Charles, you sick little pervert. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) you don't understand.
1: I was trying to masturbate (laughs) with my
3: phone. (laughs) Uh, Charles. Uh, Charles. Has your mother talked to you about Like your audience, like your appropriate audience. No, you
1: don't understand. There's a girl named Debbie who works in a ram's horn that I'm very much trying to impress with sexual prowess. Okay. Uh,
3: Oh, Charles, Charles.
0: Charles. Just focus on being a teen right now, man. I don't know what that
1: means, but look forward for my new single to drop Um, soon. (laughs) I still kind of make music, and there absolutely positively will be in 2019 a Necromaster and Charles Manchin. Collabo promised.
3: All right, thanks, Charles. Um, thank you, Charles. Keep it, keep it safe out there, bud.
1: <laughs> keep it secret. Keep it safe, Charles
0: Mansion. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> that, that's. <laughs> oh
0: boy. Oh, man. Uh, thank you for those questions. You uh, sometimes. <laughs> oh. Oh.
1: Okay. Okay. Sometimes it's a lonely world. I feel like it's like LL Cool J's. I need love. <laughs> <laughs> it is keep it secret, keep it safe
0: by Charles Mansion.
3: Oh boy! Uh,
0: oh boy! Uh, oh boy! All right, Jason Andrew Goodman uh, said, "Is 2007 too late for canonization consideration?" I went to give Kitty a nostalgia listen, and Spotify listed Fs as related. Their first album didn't come out until '07, but from what little I listened to, they slot into the Fear Factory esque mold of new slash industrial metal. Might be worth. Check chucking them onto the long list. Well, I have never heard of these guys. Fear Factory-esque mold of new slash industrial metal is speaking my language. You know I'm gonna like it. And oh. you know what, Here, Jenny?
3: Oh, I, I'll probably think it's fine. There you go. <laughs> yeah. What more could you, you ask for?
1: What more could you ask for? Nothing
0: more. Uh, all right, we'll we'll, we'll 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 I'll check them out. I'll check out F's, which is uh. Not SEO made, but that's fine.
3: All right. Chris Freeman says the real hero is the dog at the 51 minute mark.
0: (laughs) Oh, good old Simon. You know what? He's roaming free in the house tonight. So you may hear another appearance from him if someone decides to walk by our house.
2: (laughs) So, all right.
0: David Brown said, I didn't know what boofing was before this episode, but now I'm sure, I'm quite sure that I'll never forget. For the record, I adore this album. It was such a surprise how heavy they went, and as somebody said above, Morgan's voice sounds fucking mint. I'm no metal purist in the slightest, but I don't get death metal from it at all. Some of the percussion verges on it at times, but I guess compared to their debut, it may seem like death metal, especially to those who consider Meshuggah to be death metal as well. I agree that No Name is the best song on it too, that Riff Near the End makes me want to suplex my own nan through a coffee table. Good stuff, in it. Really, if you hear a song that is so heavy that it makes you want to hurt a beloved family member, that's one hell of a song.
3: Yeah, I guess so. Thank you very much. Uh, Stephen Tilbury says, in Australia, and this is these are my favorite <laughs> comments.
0: Yeah, this is the best.
3: Yeah. In Australia, boofing is called shelving. <laughs> I had a mate tell me once she shelved her fingers up her clacker, which means she put her MDMA in her butt. It's a pretty common way to consume drugs here because the quality is usually pretty bad. That interior ass wall absorption makes up for the low quantity of active ingredients. Also, Kill is my favorite Gannibal Corpse album. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, I thought they were shithouse aside from their excellent Ace Ventura appearance. Any hoozles. another grouse episode. You have to tell me what that means now, Steven. Don't leave me hanging here. Um, time for some Sunk Lodo soon. Thank you very much. Uh, shelved her pingers up her clacker is just <laughs> a delight to read and say. Thank Indeed. you very much. Wow.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, Grant Craig said butt chug. Thank you, Grant.
3: That's a great comment. Thanks, Grant. Uh, and Jeffrey Thomas says man, the show lately. Great. Discovering one minute silence, revisiting Kitty, action packed stories of getting jumped in Boof and jays." All these great choices lead to the coach rolling down a golden road. Yeah, baby. Hey, there thank you. There it
0: everybody. is. Thank you, everybody, for writing in, tweeting Facebook and and Keep it coming. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, as Matt said, share the apps, share the fun. Let everybody know, rep the roach far and wide.
1: Oh, going to fucking Twitter, too, baby. Give it a retweet. That's all you got to do. A retweet. If you're on Twitter, only if you're like, fuck Facebook. Twitter. I'm counting it. There you go. Also,
0: if you're only on Instagram and you want to repost it on Instagram, you know what? I
1: probably will not be able to find that, but tag a friend. I will. Tag a friend in the comments.
0: Tag a friend in the comments. That's the way to do it. Tag a friend.
1: We're opening it up to the big three.
0: Wow. There you are. The big three of social media. Uh, all right, then. It's time for the album of the week. The Family Values Tour 2001. Jenny, when did this
3: album come out? This album was released on May 7th, 2002. Come down? That's the come down.
0: That is indeed the come down. Jenny, history with Family Values Tour
3: 2001. Uh, I... By the time this came out, I was too cool for new metal. So uh, I didn't have any... I knew that the tour was happening, but I didn't have any... Um, I never owned this album. I don't even know that I'd seen this album until now. Um, and I didn't listen to it at all. Lauren, how about you?
0: I was aware of this tour. I was not aware that they had made an album. This this one, uh, this album art, all of it completely new to me. Uh, but I was aware of this tour. Because it had Linkin Park and it had Stuntable Pilots on it. It was the summer, I believe it was the summer or fall. um, Yeah, fall 2001. So I am deep into Stuntable Pilots fandom. I'm also deep into some Stained fandom as well. uh, Because this is right after um, Break the Cycle came out. So a lot of that is going on. So yeah, I was aware of this tour. Unfortunately, I was going to school in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan and was not able to attend.
1: Matt Nas. Guys, I believe I went, that's still a thing when I heard about this tour. Mm. This one, I don't remember much about it, but I do remember looking at the lineup and going, huh? This is definitely, I can tell you looking at it now,
0: this is definitely a huh, huh, lineup for sure. Producer on this album, Josh Abraham. What? Yes. Josh Abraham listed as producer on this record. A little background, according to the Wikipedia, this was recorded live at assorted dates on the annual alt metal tour. While it's heavy on the rock of Stone Double Pilots, the album does include some other strong performances. This is does not sound subjective. Uh it sounds subjective. <laughs> um, stained vocalist Aaron Lewis, who made his name Okay, I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil anything. No spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. The album was produced by Josh Hammerham before his collaboration with Lincoln Park on reanimation and live in Texas, while executive production was handled by American new metal band Korn and Jeff Kowanitz. All right, and John uh, Johnny, no, I'm sorry, your name is Jenny, but <laughs> what are the genre tags?
3: Uh, new metal and grunge. What so. a combo. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You, do, you, do you guys want to just get into this? Let's do it. All right, cool. The first track is uh, by Stone Temple Pilots, and it is called Vaseline. Thank you.
1: a new metal song.
0: Oh boy, man, <laughs> activate the pit, right? <laughs> so, it's really weird. I I love I love the first 3 Stone Temple Pilots albums. I like The Following 2, and then I do not enjoy anything after that. But let me tell you, Vaseline, when this song came out, I it was probably my favorite song in the world. And wow. it was only usurping my previous favorite song in the world, which was Big Empty by Stone Pilots. So I was in the tank for these guys. Hearing this, it was interesting because for one, it's slower.
3: Instantly yes. noticed
0: it was slower. Wyland, though, sounds good. There is only one moment like the other thing that was like I'm listening to, it and I'm like, this is such a weird pivot for this tour, which has been decidedly new metal heavy aggressive i mean sure you've got rap but it's you know it's in your face and this seems sort of like i don't want to call it an abandonment but it's sort of like stunt double pilots are available sure family values why not
1: well let's talk about that for a second because sure when i heard scott whalen's voice i was like or wyland i'm not his family i don't know how it's pronounced. um I don't know why he made that. that. Was weird, right? That was the dumbest thing I think I could have possibly said. Sure, let's go with no, it.
3: I, I'm I'm on this ride with you. No, I appreciate We're on the you. ride, guys.
1: Who is a big Scott Dubs fan? I'll give you a hint. His name rides with Red Burst. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, I totally Red forgot.
0: Durst. He's on
1: yes. Loves. Him some squ- Scott Weiland Squat
3: Weiland. Squat. <laughs> some squat. Squat Weiland? Have you heard Squat Wyland? I'm he's- not his family. I don't know how it's pronounced. <laughs> squat Wheeland.
0: I was going to cut that part, and now it's staying in.
3: I think that's the best he's, thing you could have said about it. He's in the gym right now doing reps. He's, he's so fucking big dude he's, have you seen he sat on me the other day didn't even know that. i was walking by to get the little spray <laughs> oh, I'm, bottle oh sorry <laughs> yeah.
0: oh man broke my arm boy oh boy <laughs> but you're right the, though yeah freddy fred loves, loves him. him fred loves him so it makes sense it makes sense in that aspect but if we're sticking with the theme i mean maybe it's also reading reading the wind reading the flavors of popular music and saying We've gotta differentiate from the chug. Maybe that's what they're doing. Jenny, what do you think?
3: Uh, I'm not really a Stone Temple fight. Ugh, God.
0: Damn hey, it. you're not in this family. I'm you not, don't know how I'm the not band their is family.
3: pronounced. I don't know how it's pronounced. pronounced. <laughs> that's like now the greatest <laughs> fucking excuse
1: to butcher names. Hey, man, <laughs> I'm not, not their family. Not their family. Not their family.
3: Um. I'm not really I'm not a big Stone Temple Pilots fan although I did have a Stone Temple Pilots Ringer tee that I bought from like a Sam Goody cuz it was on clearance and I wore it all the time. I thought this was fine. If I have to listen to a Stone Temple Pilots song, that's probably going to be this one. It's just whatever to me. I was when we first were looking at these albums, when I saw what was on it, I was like, "What the f- the fuck is this one? Uh so <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I get it. Stumped up with pilots, whatever. People like that that grungy stuff.
1: There it is.
0: I missed let's it. You
3: missed it, Jenny. You I missed, missed grunge. It. I was too young. Oh.
1: That was that was my peak. No, no. <laughs> of, of junior high school. <laughs> All
0: right then, let's keep it moving. What we got next?
3: We have uh Runaway by Lincoln Park what's up people we're called Lincoln Park
2: ready to bounce with us come on graffiti decorations under top of broken trust, the that you taught me I learned were never true. And now I find myself in question. They point the finger at me again. I'm guilty by association. You point the finger at me again. I wanna run away. Never say.
1: We're just going to listen to the whole thing.
0: Matt, you got into it, man.
1: Yeah, I sure did. Wow. I was loving it.
0: You were into it. Was it all of the uh, bubble sound effects that uh, Mr. Han was just going nuts with there? <laughs> He's like, you know what? This whole song needs to sound like it's underwater. That's what it needs. That's what I didn't do on the album version.
1: Can you tell me the power of a Linkin Park in 2001?
0: They don't understand the power. Because they're still saying, we're Linkin
1: Park. That's that's what's blowing me away here. Like, you know the dates. Hybrid Theory. What's a release on that? Hybrid Theory is
0: 2,000. They're a year deep. And they're still like, hey, pardon us. We're at Linkin Park, they if sh- you haven't heard. They're like one of the fucking biggest bands in America at that point. Part, pardon me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I understand there's a concert going on we're going to play we're linkin park this is chester on mike mr han phoenix i forget the other guys names but <laughs> anyway <laughs> i right, listen i'm not their family
2: <laughs> i don't <Right>. know
3: <laughs> that's totally fair well i guess relative if you're if you are in linkin park and you're on tour with the stone temple pilots you probably do feel like right you're just mm-hmm. little little babies
0: yeah Absolutely. And listen, this is also, I think, why the Linkin Park fandom, incredible. They, I think they were the LP Underground. Those guys, relentless. It's because of this. We're going to hear more stuff later in the album where you get that feeling of like, we're Linkin Park and we are you and you are us. We're a, we're men of the people. Jenny, what would you think of this one?
3: I thought they sounded good. Mm-hmm. I liked the bubble noises. I love I love a little weird boopy, uh, mm-hmm. so I got that. Yeah, I thought they sounded really good. It's but always they did a good job.
1: It's always a thing though that you got to ask yourself during a live album: was this sweetened? Hmm. Hmm. You know,
0: I did wonder about that. You've got Josh on the boards. Josh That's, is a guy who's known to, I and mean, his records can be pretty slick. I feel like we're going to hear some vocals in a little bit that you can only sweeten so much <laughs>
1: that that definitely <laughs> were performed live.
0: Live. Yeah. I mean, Chester is someone who he can fucking is, sing. He can do it. There's an incredible video of him singing with Jay-Z and the look on Jay-Z's face is, "Oh, my man can do like, he's like, I, I'm, I was not prepared for the level of intensity that's happening in front of me right now. So yeah, I, my big question was, this was the song. Like, this is like a, this is like a, I mean, for Lincoln park, this is even from hybrid theory. This is on the lower end. This is like a BC level Lincoln park song, but I don't know. Maybe maybe this was the best, best one they could find. Maybe somebody unplugged the monitor at another one. They're like, ah, sorry. Can't do crawling. Right? Okay.
3: Right? All right. Could be it. All right. Up next, oh boy, we got a song called Fade by Stained. Everybody all right?
2: The song is called Fade.
1: Shucks, we're at a minute. I gotta turn it down. Oh, Aww. bummer. Aww. Bummer! Yeah, I'm so That's fucking too bad. bummed out right now. Uh,
3: I god damn it. I don't like stained. <laughs> I don't like stained. <laughs> it makes me a little <laughs>
0: grumpy, baby. Uh this uh once again I, I was like, all right, I guess if this is the song you're gonna pick from stained, or one of the it's not just one. <laughs>
3: No, right. it's
2: not.
0: Oh, I'm
1: looking at this track list.
0: Ugh. Oh, boy, yeah. So I, um, I, I honestly, I thought every, him saying everyone all right was uh, pretty funny. I don't know. Every time I heard it, it, it seemed like just because you were coming off of Lincoln Park. I mean, I know that they weren't actually, obviously, not playing one after the other, but it, just the way it was just like Lincoln Park song was so up, and they were like, everyone all right? We're going to bring it down.
1: <laughs> hey, not to bum you out, but... uh. Here, here.
0: I wrote in my notes, Aaron does not sound great here. By the end, he sounds practically out of breath. Um, so, but I feel like that is attributed also to sometimes singers, you know, they they haven't done the songs live. It's like Draymond finding out while he's performing the sickness on their first tour, he's like, "Oh, screaming these songs every night is gonna ruin me."
3: We Perhaps all know. A- we all know where that led us.
1: It did straight Some-
0: to the butt.
3: Straight to the butt. It <laughs> goes straight to the butt.
0: I do want to mention this was a big thrift. Did pick up this album. Tell on, me the
1: story, baby.
0: Uh, got it from Wonder Books on eBay for a sweet three dollars and ninety nine cents. The uh, it looks like they're sticking with the um the old fashioned nineteen fifties uh jokey sort of thing. So we've got a like an old fashioned cartoon. Of well, of a dad spanking his kid, I guess. Um, but with little things around it that say like quality, more and more hits, guaranteed fresh. And then, uh, and then I notice here it says number three. This is the third installment of an ongoing series. Hmm, big plans. Um, right. And um, t- inside, twelve tracks for your listening pleasure. And then we have uh, pictures of all the bands. And this is where I started to think, okay, maybe some corners were cut. Because all the pictures they're using are just promo photos from, like, magazines and stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, mm-hmm. they, you know, they, they show all the bands. And they list all the members. I'm not going to read their names out because I don't want to mispronounce them. Because You're I'm not their the family, I'm not. I'm not their family. I'm not in Stain's family. No, you're Aaron not. Lewis? I don't know. <laughs> so uh, so yeah so but uh yeah it's pretty um pretty much still going for that sort of old-fashioned um more like, sort of Air Louise. like Aaron Louise Aaron <laughs> Louise I guess I don't know I'm not invited who's to the to Louise say? reunion
3: Yeah who's to say
0: Right Let's What's next
3: on. Oh okay I didn't I know like if I didn't most... if we I don't know if we had more on that Uh up next we've got the song Wonderful by Stone Temple Pilots Featuring our boy Chester.
1: You know, it's four songs in. We gotta bring somebody back out. And somebody else who's been out back out. Like, oh, yeah. I have a feeling that uh, they go back to the well quite a bit in this record.
3: You got the right feeling.
1: You do. would you take? get it. I'm good. Whoa! Whoa!
2: Wow.
0: Matt! <laughs> I know it's
1: not new metal, but
0: god damn.
1: If it's going to be a sad sack song, it whoa. needs to be better than that. Whoa! Wow, Wow, wow. wow man.
0: I thought
3: I was going to have the most feelings about this record, but...
1: No, Jenny.
3: Oh, was I ever wrong?
1: Well, here's my deal. We've got the first two Family Values tours. Which, although we we have not inducted a single one into the canon. Right. Correct. <laughs> we we completely saw the vision, completely understood the concept. And this year it seems that they're like, hey baby, we're throwing the rules out the window. We got Stone Templed Pilots, which Fred Freddie D loves. We've got stained. We've got Lincoln Park. But we don't want to play in the good songs. <laughs> Just get them out here with this acoustic guitar. Let's let's put this crowd to sleep.
3: I'm ready to activate a pet. Well. Wow. wow. Do you have uh do you have thoughts about wonderful, Lauren?
0: So I haven't listened to this is from uh, the fifth Stuntable Pilots album, Shangri di Da. Um, a very divisive That's Stuntable what it's Pilots. called. Listen, I'm not done. <laughs> it's a very divisive stunt a pilot's album. For one, I met many people in my travels who hate that album title with a passion.
3: Yeah,
0: add one more. Add one more. <laughs> I'm always traveling, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I had a, had a friend of mine, Joe, who has recommended albums to us in the past. He recommended uh, Darwin's Waiting Room. Uh, he, I remember once that the summer. Of uh, this album, I mean, the summer of that album coming out, I remember him telling us, he's like, Stuntable Pilots, they're fucking done. I'm like, whoa, dude, the new album? He's like, I'm not here for this pop shit. I'm here to rock. I'm like, God fucking damn. Wow, Joe. <laughs> this guy going in hard. And that wasn't about this song. It was about Days of the Week, which was the other the single. So, yeah, but this just reminded me of that album, which I honestly really did enjoy that summer. And I wrote in my notes, this was a surprising inclusion. I did love this song in the summer of 2001. And STP will always be underrated. And that is proving true right, right now.
2: Is
3: yeah, it? Yeah. you I think are both
1: perfectly rated. You are both underrating them
0: hardcore right now.
3: Okay. I'm open to that possibility. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Lauren, are you actually mad at me?
1: No, no. I looked down at
0: my <laughs> notes.
3: You went <laughs> no. mm-hmm, and then looked down.
1: Where's <laughs> your head on? On wonderful Jenny.
3: I thought they did some nice harmonizing. It was fine. I just, I'm not, I'm not at family values for this. This that's, is
1: true. This is true. I think that's I why will give my you take that. is so hot. Mm-hmm. Because I'm at family values, not a Stone Temple Pilot show. If I'm at the Stone Temple Pilots show, then this is what I signed up for.
0: I know what you're thinking, Matt. Is you're thinking a couple summers ago, I was watching, Ramstein pretend to fuck each other in the ass. Correct. And now, no one's I'm, pretending. N- to fuck no each one's <laughs> pretending. No one. Now I'm just. Everyone looks like they're going to just spoon, at best zero penetration
1: well <laughs> oh, <laughs> you mean my high school years
0: <laughs> oh, uh, zing uh, hey, hey me too all right Um,
1: are we well, ready
3: yeah <laughs>
1: yeah. I think everybody's <laughs> ready
3: uh, up next we've got Push It by Static X featuring Z Cher and Craig Allman's own oh, P Exeter Blue now we're talking
2: Right now, we're gonna bring out a front, make some noise for Exeter from Dead Sea.
1: This is our last song for the evening, the first song off our first record. This one's called Push It.
0: Man Matt is activating
2: the pet. It. <laughs> Woo.
1: A life ring in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> Static X comes through for me.
0: Uh, yes. Matt, we'll start with you. I mean, you were pumping your fist. You were activating a pit. We were, so, we were so taken aback that we forgot to acknowledge you had activated a
1: pit. That's okay. I was having fun. You know, the thing I go to Family Values to do. Oh, man. Matt is
0: coming in so hot, but he's not wrong.
1: Look, I love being in my feelings, but at
0: Family Values,
1: I only need to be in my feelings like 2 to 5% of the time. The other 95% of the time, well, let's be really honest, 50% of the time I need to be in the pit, and then the rest of the time I need to recover... And maybe check out some merch and get some water. Yeah. This
0: is, I wrote in my notes, the boys are crushing a classic lovingly rendered. It was great. Jenny.
3: Yeah. I was very happy to hear this at this point Mm -hmm. in the record. I was like, yes, Mm -hmm. finally. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. God. Uh, (laughs) Mom. Um, I'm not your family. I'm not your family. Uh, so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm not, I don't know if I really knew where Exeter came in there.
0: He's doing the push
3: Okay. Well, he did a pretty good job.
0: He did a pretty good job. Yeah. It took me until my third listen to also go, wait, where is Exeter here? And then realizing, oh, yeah, he's doing, he's either doing the Yaz or the push He's doing one or the other. Um, but, uh Yeah. Did a good job. Did not take up too much space on the stage. Uh, I have to say, the first time I listened to this was pretty fresh after our Static X experience. Mm -hmm. And it uh, it was jarring to hear real Wayne after having heard fake Wayne. I think my feelings are still the same, but it was good to hear this. I, it was the first time, I'll tell you this much, it was the first time listening to Push It and feeling more emotions than ever. <laughs> I have yeah. to say that much. Yeah. But yeah, good to hear it. Always, it's a classic. It's forever. It's a classic. It's always great.
3: Definitely a classic. All right. Well, this is definitely a classic of its own sort. Um, up next, we have It's Been a While by Stained.
1: <laughs> Why does it feel we just listened to this song? I mean, we we are always listening to this yeah, song.
0: The man. song is
2: everywhere. Right? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we know what it. it's been a while All right. like.
0: I, I No, I have to say, after we did the stained episode, I think maybe th- a few days later, I went to a restaurant and I heard it's been a while playing in the restaurant. I was like, here it is. It's we did it. It's back in rotation. <laughs> so yeah. Uh I wrote in my notes, you know it, you love it. I may have been kidding. Uh Jenny, on your millionth listen. I of think my
3: feelings about it's been a while are well documented. <laughs> I don't need to drag Aaron Lewis through the mud anymore. I do Oh is that th- how you're pronouncing it? Uh I don't know. It's not my family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking care. Um uh, <laughs> i I think I get why this song was as popular as it is. I just don't like it and I've heard it too much, but that's not really that it's not like their fault, you know there it's, it is it's not their fault whatever <laughs>
0: it was interesting to see this song on the on the album, considering that the other albums I felt like had had maybe given a little more um room to n- album tracks as opposed to singles that were popular. Like didn't Limp Bizkit have like like a I mean they'd have like the big single, but then they'd have like a bunch of songs that weren't singles and they were doing like covers of Jane's addiction songs. And it was just very surprising to see uh to see this one. I figured they could have gone with uh something uh something a little more rare to move the unit, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But instead, they put It's Been a While to make sure they move some units.
0: I guess if you're in It's Been a While completest.
3: Yeah, I, I guess something to like keep in mind, too, is like sometimes when we're listening to something like this, I forget that at this time, if you wanted to hear It's Been a While, a, a live version, you would have to buy a CD like you could download mm. music at this time but it was less uh less common. I mean, this was like this well, was 2000 like 2000 was heat. like
1: peak Napster. Yeah. And this is 2002.
3: Oh, maybe I'm wrong then. Just trying to understand what's well, going iPod, on. No, here. But I mean,
2: but the there was the a big
1: but there was a big backlash against Napster from the recording industry. They took it down. I mean, things existed but I mean, I worked in a record store in two thousand two. We were still selling a shit ton of CDs. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. I guess that's the other thing. I guess to keep in mind is that yeah, maybe, maybe somebody's just like the, the idea is that somebody will see like, oh, what's this? Oh, it's been a while. I like that song. Yeah, I'll pick that up. As opposed to, I feel like I feel like maybe you make this album now. It's full of like they mix it up a little bit more. They take more risks.
3: All right, are you ready for the next song? I think so. All right, this is Wicked Garden by Stone Temple Pilots. Hello, San Jose. Snake arms. Oh, Lauren's loving it.
2: The place where Eric and I were born. Kaiser Hospital. I suppose from that point on we left two black marks on the world.
3: What does that mean?
0: Uh, Troublemakers. This is
3: a little tune called Wicked Garden. I think if Warren was here in person, he and Matt would be fist fighting right now.
1: oh i love this
0: song so much i wrote in my notes it's a core classic I'm living that alt-rock life scott sounds great that's how i'm pronouncing it I'm not his family that's what i'm guessing <laughs> and the dude is something else everyone else on this album uh, with the exception of chester there is this thing of like i'm singing but it's not what I was put on this earth to do. I've got other things I do as well. But Scott Weiland, man, he's one of the best. That's where I stand. That's where I stand.
3: Huh.
1: Well, I uh, I hate to burst your bubble. Oh. I am a, a full-fledged non-liker of Stone Temple Pilots. Wow. Wow. Uh, I have never liked them. I have always wondered <laughs> how they got onto the radio. I think they are woefully overrated. Uh, Their songs, for the most part, are real boring to me. Never liked them. In the 90s, we chose sides. And those sides were Pearl Jam, Nirvana, or Stone Temple Pilots. Why? I was a Nirvana guy through and through to the end, dying breath, can't get off that hill. They don't do anything for me.
3: (laughs) Lauren, your rebuttal.
1: <laughs> I'm wrong, is
3: a I... rebuttal.
0: Here, here's my rebuttal. Their songs are good. <laughs> they rock. <laughs> Sky Wyland was a great singer. The riffs on, I mean, Purple. Are you kidding me? Those wow. guys were doing the damn thing. Vaseline, we've already heard it. It's incredible. Unglued. Incredible. Silver Gun Superman. I could go on. I could list every song on that album. Big Bang Baby. Great song. Tripping on a Hole in a Paper Heart. DeLeo Brothers Classic. You haven't even talked about the DeLeo Brothers. And I'm pretty sure that's how they say that last name. And I'm not a family member. (laughs) I don't have any brothers. All right. They're not mine. They're the DeLeo Brothers. But I'm telling you, those boys, they got the chops. How dare you?
3: (laughs) Well, my rebuttal is that I don't know that much about Stone Temple Pilots, but some of their songs are okay, but I kind of don't want to seek them out. So this podcast is free. Can you believe it? With a hot take (laughs) like that? Oh, boy. All right. Before we ruin our years-long friendship, let's get on to the next song here. This is another one from our boys in Static X. This is cold. this might be our first sex playlist contender that we've heard on the family values tour <laughs> this yeah. song is on a sex playlist not mine but, but I. if would...
1: you're ready for sensual rubs
3: oh yeah if you're like into creepy shit
1: massage circles
3: oh yeah if you want somebody to be like i'm a vampire <laughs> well this is <laughs> This is from the uh, yeah. Queen of the Dam
0: soundtrack. So Oh yeah. Yeah. I it did occur to me when when once again when I listened to this album right after our Static X experience and listening to the song, I said, Man, the last time I heard this song, I was deep in the cups, so upset. So <laughs> upset. So mm. upset.
2: This isn't right. No. <laughs> They're Jenny. playing we
0: love dump. I should be happy. happy. I'm like Jenny, we got to go. Your parking spots incredible.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a mess.
0: Oh boy. Um I mean this sounds I wrote sounds super slick. I'm not complaining. Solid version of the song. You're right, Jenny though. Yeah, this is a total this is a total sex playlist situation. Absolutely. If you're making a sex playlist and you don't have Cold by Static X on it, yeah.
3: Reevaluate list. Yeah. 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 That's going to, no, I'm not
0: going to say that.
3: You can uh, say it, Jenny.
0: Even if you're not in their family, you can say it.
3: Uh, <laughs> it makes it even worse now that family's brought into it. Oh, I was going oh, to say, point. if you don't put cold on it, that's going to be just a real uh, jerking off playlist. <laughs> it's going to be alone. Or a humping uh, and pillow playlist uh, if a little you're a lady. Self
1: love playlist.
3: There you go. That's a much nicer way to say it yeah i got you wow wow i'm sorry guys i'm so sorry well all right this next song it's uh aaron lewis solo he's covering black the song by pearl jam so it's a real depending on your feelings it's a real one-two punch here
1: this whole concert seems like a and hey, we're going to slow it down for a
3: minute. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to play Push It. Give you a heart attack.
0: Uh, Where's your Pearl Jam now?
2: Where's God. your God
3: now? <laughs> Who would I rather fucking <laughs> listen to? Uh, Eddie Vedder <laughs> or Aaron Lewis. This is deeply... In- very personally offensive <laughs> to me. Yeah, baby.
0: Look, Prowler. Wow, yeah, you picked seen the time, you in a while, bro.
3: Where have you been?
1: Uh, I've been jamming out to this song, man.
3: Oh, I thought you, you were to, with Ken. Oh,
1: me? Fuck Ken.
3: Yeah. yeah, we don't
1: talk about it, baby. We All just right. live it. Sure. <laughs> oh, you, wow. You ever put "I'm Cold" by Static X and get into a massage duo?
3: More times than I care to admit. Yes. All right. Then you know what's going on. All right. Is this Uh, Aaron
1: Lewis covering Pearl
0: Jam? uh, It is. (sighs) Gotta go. Oh
3: wow! I've never seen him run that
0: fast. Man, that he really took off. All right. Uh, Matt, if you can go to 225,
1: dude, for you, anything (laughs) after I straight up murked (laughs) Stone Temple Pilots, you get whatever you like. Wow. Auto-tune was not perfected yet. Listen, it's raw. It's real.
3: (laughs) It wouldn't have sounded good regardless because the song fucking sucks. Whoa. (laughs) I come knives out for Pearl Jam. (laughs) Wow. Uh, I am like a very anti-Pearl Jam person. I don't know what they did to me, but like, there's something, when I hear a Pearl Jam song. So you hate Pearl Jam. I don't
1: care for Stone Temple Pilots. Lauren is in
0: shock. (laughs) I am. Well, here's the thing. I don't have a deep, my love of Stone Temple Pilots is deep. I like a bunch of Pearl Jam albums, but I I believe I've heard a little bit of Jenny's anti-Pearl Jam fandom before, but only in like, like, offhand comments, like, I'll say something like, oh, man, you know, Versus is pretty killer, and you're like... <laughs> <laughs>
3: I just...
1: Classic Jenny Byrne.
0: <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 just, <laughs> like, snarl. <laughs> 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 That's how I express myself. Uh, I, I honestly don't know why. I hate Pearl Jam as much as I do, but, like, I have... A, like a visceral reaction when I hear Pearl Jam, and just like, absolutely not.
0: Is it the vocals or is it everything?
3: <laughs> I think it's it's mostly the vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, I I said it at the the top of the episode, but I was I was just a little too young for grunge. Like if I had had like a cool older sibling or something. I probably would have been in on it, but I just, I just didn't get it. And like, I don't have the nostalgia for it. So I, I don't know. It's just not, it's just not for me, but our, our good friend, Bob wick. Oh boy. Huge Pearl jam fan. And I think that I basically broke his heart when he's like, Oh, you're like in new music, like Pearl jam. And I was like, Oh fuck Pearl jam. Like (laughs) I didn't realize that he was in so deep with them. And he was just like, wow, babe. Because he calls everyone babe. it yeah. <laughs> just like, wow. <laughs> I remember he you told me. Cut me deep. Yeah. He was like going to see Eddie Vedder do like a solo show. And I was like, have fun yeah. at that. <laughs> <laughs> <We're> Moss tequila. <laughs> God. Uh, anyway, I didn't like this song. And I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad, but no thanks. What did you think, Warren?
0: Uh, I mean, this is not um, not my favorite Pearl Jam song. I'm not a huge uh, ballad person, especially a Pearl Jam ballad. Uh, but I uh, I was honestly not thrilled about it, but also not surprised.
1: Ah, uh, there it is.
2: It's right. like,
0: if Aaron Lewis yeah. is going to do something, he's going to do a Pearl Jam song. Yeah, he's going to do Black.
1: He can't help himself.
0: Mm-hmm. I, d- I did used to. I did used to. I would always confuse Black with Yellow Ledbetter. I used to think they were the same song.
3: And uh, That's really embarrassing.
0: Isn't it? I can't <laughs> believe I just here's told the everybody thing, that. Jenny,
1: he's not their family. I'm not
3: part of the Pearl Jam family, all that's, right? that's totally I'm, fair. That's I have no blood me.
0: relation to Stone Gossard or Mike McCready or any of their 12 drummers. I have no relation.
3: Wow. All right. Up next we're going back to dangerous territory here. We got Creep, uh, Stone Temple Pilots, featuring Aaron Lewis. You can't keep him off the stage. <laughs> All right,
2: we're going to bring up another friend now on stage. A gentleman by the name of Aaron Lewis. <laughs>
3: Give it to me, baby. Did somebody order something funky? <laughs> maybe Funky Ken shared Matt's feelings. Wow. That was a Funky Ken it's trap so if I ever heard concrete. one.
1: i know it baby i know
0: it you couldn't get away from this song but it's funny is that this creep uh kind of fell out of ubiquity and the uh the radiohead creep is the creep when you say creep that's the one that people think of they don't think of this one no and it wasn't always that way for a long time this was this was the creep everyone knew
1: so let me be straightforward i like this one
3: Wow! Epi- take wow. Time with hand, cause it
2: to heal. Wow. Wow. This episode- This was on the
3: Crow soundtrack? We become or? the things we hate.
0: <laughs> uh, Nomad, this was just on core. The the Crow soundtrack song is Big Empty.
1: Okay. And they- I know mm-hmm. them
0: both. Yeah. You probably love Guys, Big Empty too.
1: My daughter is making an appearance in this episode, so I'm just going to go and make sure she's okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Jenny. Yes. How many times can they call up Aaron Lewis?
3: I think it's more about like, I think maybe Aaron Lewis has like abandonment issues or like suffers from like object impermanence or something. Like <laughs> maybe if his friends go away, he starts to panic.
0: Well, Bring Aaron out. Just bring up for a song. Just for a song.
3: Can I just can I just try one lyric? Can I just try a little bit? I just really want to sing. I was born to sing. <laughs> My body goes crazy if I'm not singing.
0: This album reminded me of a wedding I went to once where the DJ would drop like a couple just floor fillers. And everyone would get super hype. And then he'd go. You know what? Time to slow it down a little bit. Uh, let's get all the couples out on the floor. Uh, and I was like, no, you've got everyone hype. Why are you slowing down? Why? And then he played Creep. Um, He might have. He was slowing it down so many times. He probably ran out all the standards. Had to bust out Creep. Yeah, it was killing me. That's why at my wedding, there was like two slow songs, maybe. There weren't many. Let me tell you that much. A lot of bangers. So yeah, I um yeah, that 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 honestly, as much as I love Stone Temple Pilots, this song I really liked it at the time like back in like my prime like middle school days. I don't love it that much now. And here I was like with Aaron Lewis at this point in the album, we should are we still slowing things down? I mean, coming off of Black, I thought let's 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 bring it back up. But instead, we've got this Valley, I, I call it Valley of Slow.
3: I mean, this album is kind of a Valley of Slow, save Static X
0: and Linkin Park.
3: Yeah, Runaways upbeat. I I guess maybe I need. I mean, the cover is a man spanking a child.
0: Yeah, this you're is right. Not
3: aggressive music.
0: You're right. That does set a tone of. Uh, that's what I'm saying though. It sets this tone of almost like joke joke uh trouble joke defiance and then when you actually listen to it it's like actually we were like we're kidding and we're kidding this is not that heavy of a record things are not out of hand you don't need to be worried there was a sense of chaos on those first two family values albums especially that first one where Mm -hmm. you just were like what is going on things are out of control and and i would say people sounded rough fred's vocals sounded rough but he sounded rough because it was a rough room you know Things were things were nuts, and now we're at a point. I mean, maybe that's just the problem. You know, you get one or two years of being crazy and being nuts and being unpredictable, but then you you can't help but become predictable. And then plus you've got stuntable pilots. At this point, they're pros. They're rock and roll professionals.
3: Yeah, like this tour, you buy a seat. The other ones, <laughs> you're like on the lawn. This just yeah. feels so like oh well, I guess I don't know. Am I are we looking at this through the lens of it being twenty nineteen? And like to to me at this point, Stone Temple Pilots are just like old as fuck. But this was like twenty years ago, you know? Were they still were they like was it more exciting to see them then or
0: I would, say, I would say there was still a level... I mean, th- I remember there was um, a feeling that the record that they had put out that summer, Shangri-La-Di-Da, uh, should have been more successful um, than it was. I remember reading an interview with Chester where he was like, my favorite record of the year is the new Stoneable Pilots. I don't know why it's not blowing up more. Um, so I, I, I could I, tell you. Oh, <laughs> boy. Be, Matt's back. Uh, Matt's back. And, uh, I mean, it could be... Uh, I feel like at the time you're still, I mean, they 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 um they were coming off of a hot record with the number four record. I mean, that was a legit popular record. And I think they were still obviously, I mean, I'm pretty sure they were the headliners of this tour. Do we have like a lineup of what the order was? Because that's, that's another question. What is the order?
3: I can look I can look into it. I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. If you want to go into the next song, I hate it. And it's rude. And it's Deadsy covering Tom Sawyer.
1: Yeah, this has to hurt your feelings. It
3: really does off our new
1: album. Uh cheap trick.
3: Uh. A modern day warrior All right.
1: There's a better version of Tom Sawyer.
3: So, yeah. Sure is.
0: There, Let me tell you, I have not missed Sea at <laughs> all. Yeah. Long time listeners know we did a Sea app, and that album nearly killed me. And once again, it was like going back to the scene of a crime. These guys covering Jenny's favorite band. I wrote in my notes, fucking Sea. I wrote, also, what a weird tour. Because on top of everything else, okay, you got STP. There you have it. I mean, the veterans of the tour. You've got Lincoln Park. Hot up and comers. Young pups, hot up and comers. Stained. Kind of in the same boat. Hot up and comers. Static X. Once again, hot up and comers. And then here's fucking Sea, Who fashion themselves. Hot up and comers. I gotta tell you, there's a thing where you say you can't give yourself your own nickname. Cause it's it's weird, like you can't decide. It's like trying to make fetch happen. And Dead is definitely a situation where I think it was like they were trying to make Fetch happen, and Fetch was Dead And at the end of this song, they say, We're Dead Best kept fucking secret. And I was like, man. I get it. You got a, You want to have a career. You want to do the damn thing. But man, I don't know. It's just that's that's a real thirsty line, a real thirsty line. Matt Nas,
1: I all I feel like is I've I've just been three days rain over here on this record, and we're almost at the end of it. This Dead Sea track is unnecessary, <laughs> and should have been keys to Gramercy Park right um so i have zero idea what the fuck they're doing with sequencing on this record i'm knives out i might i might be in the cups right now i'm not gonna lie to you oh uh guys i have feelings
3: that's hey that's okay
1: we're ready to take this home
0: well jenny anything else you have to say about jenny
3: oh no no don't be sorry uh this is rude this is a rude song i did find a couple of band lineups the family values tour i'd like to okay. share and then we could take this we can put this out to pasture uh, so on october 23rd 2001 at times union center in albany new york the band lineup listed on concertarchives.org so okay. you know feel free to correct me here this is it's kind of surprising it's stained Static X, Dead Z, Lincoln Park, and then Stone Temple Pilots. I found another one from October 12, 2001. It's at Allstate, Ar- Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois. Uh, there's no way this is right. Uh, they have Puddle of Mud, Stained, Static X, Dead Z, Lincoln Park, Stone Temple Pilots, and Spike 1000. So, I... I mean. I- I know the, that the Puddle of Mud did like, some dates. Yeah, and sp- I think Spike 1000 did too. Mm-hmm. Um, I I guess maybe that's possible. I don't know. If you were there, let us know.
0: Yeah, let us know. But in the yeah. meantime,
3: we got one song left. And uh, I will tell you that this album does come in at 53 minutes and 21 seconds. Thank you. You're welcome. And this is a song called One Step Closer by Linkin Park. Featuring Aaron Lewis. (laughs) He got scared and had to come back out.
0: I'm needing you to go to 150, my man. You got it, buddy.
2: Hey, Jay, can we get this girl in the Lincoln Park shirt right here? Come on off, sweetheart. She's been singing along with us all night. It's all good. Do you want to meet a friend of ours? We're going to introduce you to a friend. This guy's name is Aaron Lewis from a man called Stained. What's your what's your name? Michelle. This is Michelle, you guys. Michelle's gonna help us out over here. Aaron's gonna help us out over here. Are you guys ready? Alright, Michelle, you keep them amps right here. I'm gonna go make sure you guys are alright right here. Shut up,
0: you know what men of the people that lincoln park yeah you know what they bring up michelle and then aaron's hanging on the side of the stage he said hey can, can you
3: meet our friend aaron he's
0: he's from stained he just he's just trying to meet people here on the road
3: yeah i bet who michelle wanted to meet well, it's just everybody in Lincoln Park. I think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: and she's like, and they're like, oh, you, it's like going to that party, and you're like, oh, I hope, I hope Steve is there, and it's like, Steve's there, but he brought, he brought Aaron.
3: Yeah.
1: Hey, have you met my friend Aaron? He's pretty great. It's
3: been a while. but Steve. I just wanted to talk to you
1: tonight.
2: No, I want
0: you to. I want you to meet my friend Aaron. He's really cool. He's in a band called Stained.
2: What?
3: (laughs) You named your band Stained? Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't my family.
1: (laughs) Uh, All right, right. twelve up, twelve down. Oh (laughs)
0: Oh, boy. boy. Uh, and that is the album. That is Family Values Tour 2001. Um, I have to go to my notes real quick here to note that they say, you fucking maniacs ready. And I wrote in my notes, no one on this album is a fucking maniac. <laughs> Which I think leads us to... Canon talk.
2: Talk about the can.
0: There were maniacs on the first two Family Values tours. There was a sense of danger. There was worry. It was things would go out of tune, but you were like, "Yeah," because all bets were off, man. But I don't know with this one. I mean, Static X, great job, you did it. I love Stuntable Pilots, but it still felt like uh, we need we need a we need a big gun, but Corn Bizkit don't want to do it for whatever reason. The Lincoln Park play is right though, right? It's right! It's right. I I have a feeling that if there had been another big gun new metal band available, they would have taken the Stone Temple Pilot slot instead. And this tour would have made more sense. It should have been. Oh
1: System of a Down toxicity comes out in 2001 and they don't join this tour no well, way
0: matt we've got the bad blood but that apparently exists between them and fred also they decided to do a tour with slipknot system slipknot systems touring toxicity slipknot's touring iowa <laughs> Holy- oh boy they're all fucking maniacs whole building Where's the live album for that? Where's that one? My God.
2: Yeah.
0: Jenny.
3: I felt that there were a couple bright spots on this album. Uh, I did like the Static X pieces, um, and I thought that One Step Closer was fun, even though Aaron Lewis had to come out. Um, But I would not definitely not put it in the canon. Um, Most of it's not even new metal, so. Yeah, this this uh nah. I don't think so. Nah. 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 Uh Lauren, Matt, anybody? Anybody? Um
0: nah. yeah, I'd say not in the canon. I wrote um it's basically a souvenir.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've been incredibly harsh to this record. I've been harsh to Stone Temple Pilots. Um, been harsh disdained. Although I don't hold back that their music is not from me. There is something that is really incredibly sad about this record. That your three big acts on here, in my book, have all lost their lead singers.
0: <sighs> wow.
3: Yeah, you're that's right. That's true. That's and so true.
1: Maybe I'm. Maybe some of the reaction to it is tied to that. I don't think so, but it it does. It does make this a little bit more important. Then my crass attitude for it, um, I guess, it makes it more important than my attitude. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, This is a document of three people, either peak of their powers or on the launching pad or coming in for a landing. But it's three different, unique singers doing what they do and doing what they do best. So, in that point, it is important. Um, Obviously, it's it's pretty much beyond that, not for me.
3: That's fair.
1: That's fair.
0: Well, there you have it. Our theme summer continues... What a journey we're on. You never know where this is going to go. You never know what emotions you're going to stir up. You never know if a friend will betray you with their harsh take on one of your favorite bands. <laughs> you never know. You'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I don't know if you'll be fine, but I'll be fine. And uh, that does bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. Of course, Make sure you are sharing these episodes, sharing the coach, repping the roach all over the internet and into the world. Tag a Love friend.
1: You. Share if you were interested in the Drowning Pool magazine.
0: Even if you're not, hey man. share away.
1: Share, share away.
0: Share huh. away. And uh, until next time, Jenny, thank you.
3: Lauren. Thank you. Matt? Thank,
0: Thank
1: you. you. Thank you.
0: All right. See you soon.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.